Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Ratty Loafers. Yeah! Yeah! Woo! And so we had a long summer. We had a great time with a lot of our friends and family taking some vacations. Yeah, my good compadres here. Suit Steve, Fireball Bill, and I got the... The infamous, the famous uh, high tech Texan Michael. Carter. What is up, guys? What's Great up? seeing you over here. So, come right back at you. <laughs> hey, guys, we're back. Love it, man. So, we got uh, Michael Garfield here. He is the. Uh, the ambassador of cool. That's I, I love it. We got a lot of stuff. You're <laughs> fifth generation Texan. Uh, you know, we've got a lot of really interesting things to talk about, from tech to Texas to uh, all kinds of stuff. I mean, you're in fashion. You're in all those kinds of stuff. How are you, man? I'm fine. I'm not, I, I, I tell you what, man. I, I feel odd. I'm wearing the only burnt orange over here. Am I still welcome at this yes, place? I mean, what's exactly. up with this? You got a lot of Aggies <laughs> hanging out, but that's okay. It's all right. Anyway, you know, it's it's so funny. You know, if I go back. 30 or 40 years. Listen, I mean, you know, I am a, at least a fifth generation Texan. Yeah. I'm a fourth generation University of Texas. My grandfather went there. My parents oh, went there. Cool. I went there. Yeah. And it goes on and on. You know, back in, you know, when you were in college, it's just like Aggies yeah. and Horns. Yeah. Now that we're, are we mature? Because I'm semi-mature. No, we're we're adults. Yeah, we're exactly. Mature. No, every, everybody, everybody's kind of friendly right now. But especially yeah, yeah. here in, in, in Houston, there's a, there's a lot of maroon, but I'm the guy who's just the flying the burnt orange flag. But I think all of us are pretty excited, yeah. though, for next year. When it's next year, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah 2024. If, we, if yeah. we're talking football, we're we, talking could talk, we could talk <laughs> academics also. But yeah. no, life is about football. No, I am excited right. for, for the SEC. It'll be good. SEC, SEC. That's right. I actually say that. At the end of the day, we're all Texans. And that's what matters. And that's exactly yeah. right. Exactly. No state income tax, baby. That's right. <laughs> we always kind of blend a little bit of Texas history in with some boots. And of course, you know, talking about our guest here and try to really highlight interesting people and their, you know, their background stories. This is one of the most interesting guys. I know I've seen your, your face around Houston for so many years and, uh, you're international. You just got back from the karaoke <laughs> bar in, in Korea. Yeah, you did. Right? What was it? Did you have some uh, barbecue as well? The Korean barbecue where they put in front of you? Well, I actually did. No, it was it was a quick roundabout trip. I was in Seoul, South Korea, which wow. believe, it was my very first trip to Asia, anywhere in Asia. Oh, wow. and I've been a lot of places internationally. My first trip to Asia, but that, that's where Samsung is headquartered. And obviously, wow. I cover technology, and Samsung just introduced their newest phones out there, one of which I have here. Very and cool. I know by the time this airs, it's old, but. This is their <laughs> right. this, this is their flip phone. Oh, it's flipping. This okay, is their yeah. this okay. is their fifth generation flip phone, and wow. so they uh, flew a lot of journalists from all over the world there for this big press conference. So I was there about wow. five days, and uh, it's a it's a fun city. It's it's really nice. It reminds me of New York. It's, it's very densely populated, tall buildings. It's hot and humid, so I'm used to, I'm used to that yeah. too. But um, uh, it was neat. I had the food. Believe it or not, there was a lot of, don't laugh, KFC, Subway, yeah. P.F. Chang's, wow. Krispy Kreme. Very Americanized over, over the there. World. Very yeah. Americanized. It's always still a little bit different, right? I've gone to some of those KFCs. It's like, where's my, and I'm like, I don't want this weird soup thing or whatever. Which it's part got... of the chicken you serve in here with? <laughs> because it, that ain't a drumstick, brother. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. The Colonel actually didn't really mean for that to happen. Uh, but it was a good, good trip. So in my international, uh, actually, I did my show from there. And that's the neat thing because, you know, I've been doing radio in iHeart and KPRC 950. Yeah. This is my... 22nd year oh, longest running wow. show on KPRC 950 yeah, thank you awesome. and I've done the show from all over the world because you, you could do it now I mean, you could do it from a laptop and just by plugging things with the internet so it's neat to be able to say okay well I've done it from Asia yeah oh, no that's outstanding. yeah I had a good time when I was in Korea I mean the food for me I had to get the Korean barbecue because you can kind of 
understand what you're eating. Right. Because some of the stuff that's boiled all together and you just order it, a little bit scary, you know? Oh, it is you scary. Know, there's cats and dogs. All, I love the Korean <laughs> I got a lot of Korean friends, but there's there's some pretty sketchy stuff. I was very our, wary. Our I am a picky eater and, you know, yeah. dogs and cats, you know, you know, it's living together. It's, it's total chaos. Yeah. We went to a traditional 15 course dinner with Korean food. Wow. And it was the only time that Anybody, they, they didn't speak English. English is, is, is spoken very well and very frequent over there, but we're and they were putting this stuff in front of me and I was asking, what is this? And they would not tell me. So Big Daddy did not eat any of that stuff because <laughs> I need to know what goes in my pile before it over again. But other thing, it could not have been friendlier. Um, it's, 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 it's a neat town. So, you know, yeah. I'm going to go back to Asia. It's cool. Yeah, I mean, there's mm -hmm. a long journey to get there, but I mean, like, how did you start in this thing, right? Because you, I'm here in QBC. I'm, I'm here in all kinds of stuff. You're in fashion. You're in technology. You're in radio. You're in everything. Yeah, and then tell us how you yeah. became actually the high tech Texan. Well, uh, it's the, the short Everybody answer. Knows you. The short great. answer for that uh, is, is marketing. It's, yeah. it's really yeah, right. marketing. And you know, long story short, so I'm I'm from. Not only can you hate me for not going to AM, I'm also from Dallas, and so I'm over two right here. No, no but um, so am I. I love this kid. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 So uh, so I'm from Dallas. Uh, my mom's from Austin. Dad's from Beaumont. Uh, and you know, my grandfather's from Calvert, Texas. I mean, you talk about Texas history, yeah. and so. And I grew up, but when I grew up, I, I, I lived on, I grew up on television. Um, maybe I was the original latchkey kid before the term latchkey was around, but both my parents worked. I came home and I watched television. You know, everything from Gillings Island to Brady Bunch to the reruns or whatever, but that's all I cared about. And I literally learned to speak and get mannerisms from TV, which is interesting to speak, you probably know, as a Texan for so long, I don't have a Texas accent right. and I speak quick and I speak with my hands and I, I learned to speak from watching game show host and that even my, even my, even my younger sister. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but, but you know, my parents have an act. My mom's got a really big Texas accent. My younger sister's got an accent. I don't because that's what I, and I knew that's what I wanted to do. So I went to denunciate yourself. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But I went to, a, long, went to a little school in Austin, which we won't talk about for you boys, yeah, but uh, I studied communications okay. and radio, television, film, because that's yeah. all I wanted to do was, behind the mic or in front of the camera. And um, it's, it, my parents like, yeah, yeah, doctor, lawyer. I'm like, nope, I should, we're going to suck it up and see if we can make a go out of this. And that was 40 plus years ago. And, I, and I've, I've made wow, a go at it. That's amazing. To, to answer your question about the Texans, uh, the tech stuff, my, my dad always has been a, an electrical engineer. I mean, he built our television. I mean, the guy, so I grew up watching a, a man in our house, literally build radios and TV. So I understand the technology part. Yeah. When I went to college and I got communications, I figured, I understand the tech part, but let's make it easy for consumers to understand. And so that's why I figured, hey, here's a niche that's not on television about 20 years ago right. when I came to Houston. And I was on Channel 2, actually, in the morning, and I created this segment. It was just the high-tech Texan. I came up with a name, high-tech Texan. 20, yeah. what is 23? 23 years ago. I started on oh, TV okay. before radio. And so I trademarked high-tech Texan. I just needed shtick you know i need a right. tony tiger toucan sam you need a yeah. shtick and, right. right. yeah, and, right. and i came up with <laughs> high-tech texan and it, and it stuck instead of you know just michael garfield type of thing so that's what i've been doing for 20 some odd years between radio and tv and i still have my real hair and i'm gonna hang on with it because if i was bald i don't <laughs> think I'd be anywhere. Yeah, it's real it's not no, so you, you're, you're actually one of those guys that, that is really living your dream you know you basically started out loving you know technology electronics as you were growing up you love tv you love radio and here you are doing both things yeah i mean it was a combination of which and i think you know i, I talk to kids a lot and i have three sons who graduated college and right i always say i have, I have a really stupid mantra it's life is short 
Right. Have fun because right. we're going to die. And I hate being morbid. Yeah, it's true. Would you have fun That's while you're doing this? Exactly. Captured this. And I'll tell you why. Yeah. Captured some awesome. Exactly. And I'm going to throw it back in you guys between suits and boots. What we got over here. When I met you boys, you know, last year. I was just, these are the guys you want to hang out with. This this is fun. This is what they do. This podcast is kind of what they do when the yeah. cameras are not. You just drink and you have some fun. And that really is what life should be about. No, you got to capture it, right? I mean, we had all these different interesting people yourself. And we're like, let's let's get these stories that you're telling us on there to right. kind of immortalize the situation. Because, <laughs> you know, we are going to die and all that yeah. kind of stuff. So have as much fun as possible, but do it in a responsible way. And take Very responsible. Exactly. All that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, yeah. we're Ubering after this. There's response. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> That's right. Man. No, but like I said, it's incredible watching you from from a young age, and then and you're still doing what your passion is from the get go. And it's it's rare that people get to do that. It is, and, and you know, yes, I'm lucky, but it's also an entrepreneurial spirit, as right. all you guys know. I mean, sure. I, I didn't want to work. I actually, I'm wired. I cannot work in a cubicle. I can't be in an office. Right. I don't think any of us can. You know, I'm just too entrepreneurial, and there's a lot of stuff going. We are people persons i want to find stories you know i go to samsung i got to meet the worldwide president of samsung if i i test drive cars i do a lot of consumer lifestyle stuff you talk yeah. about fashion and cars then you know when i go i get to go to detroit michigan i get to meet the designers who come up with the new concepts of how they design cars and i'm just still an inquisitive person and i do have now a platform between radio or a camera uh to tell this story because i'm just as inquisitive as everybody on the other side and so i just i'm just kind of like part of my audience and that's that's how i kind of acted out what's a favorite car you ever test drove i'm a corvette guy corvette. i'm sorry but i'm oh, always yeah, corvettes or new corvettes so what's your uh, believe it or not kind of new no, no, kind of the new corvettes the coolest okay. this, this is uh, the, 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 the new engine the, the new mid-engine the, the c8 version it is literally, and I've done this, I've tested cars 15 plus years, and I get a brand new car every single week for 15 years. So I've done wow. minivans and sports cars and, and sedans and CUVs and SUVs, but I, something about Corvettes growing up, you know, just they're It was they're, always a cool thing. thing. My, my dad had right. a 66 Corvette. Nice. I was mm -hmm. gonna, I was trying to get a, what is it, the model with the bumpers, the 70, 69, uh -huh. 68 to yeah. 72s. Love those. But now it's like, I don't want something that's unreliable and unsafe. You know, right. it's got this kind of balance of things, you know? No, but, but, the, so. but, the, but the new one is, I based it on head turns because I drive these things all the way. Because how many people sure. stop, come up, ask me what this car is. But, right. the, but the new mid-engine, the C8 version of the Corvette uh, with the, you know, it's, it's top, it's convertible. It is absolutely gorgeous. Too. But listen, it's neat to be able to drive. You know, I'm, I've driven a quarter of a million dollar Mercedes. I get the new BMWs. I'm all electric stuff right now. And so that's a big content part of my show. It's not so much, you know, let me talk about phones. Let me talk about, you know, cars right now. And I think the biggest question I get is not even the much technology. I think yeah. the biggest question I get is, A, is that your real hair? Yes. And number <laughs> two, and number two, it's should I get an electric car? What's going on? Yeah, and so, it, but I need to be, shift. you know, I my knowledge of everything, and I don't go deep, but it's very horizontal. I know a lot about a little versus a little yeah. about a lot. Yeah. So what was your it, it, cars, electric cars? That's yeah. what I was going to hit uh -huh. segue into, but what is what would you pick? Well, there's so many. There, there's a ton. There, yeah, they're pushing it on us, but is, is the, yeah, what are you going to pick? Is the technology there? hybrid more yeah. or, or yeah. all electric or, yeah. All great questions. This is what I get on a regular basis. And here's the thing about electric cars. Every manufacturer already has their electrifying plan. I mean, they're sure. already out for everything. It's not just Tesla's. General Motors right now, they just came out with, they just, yesterday, they announced their new Cadillac 450 mile range of their, you know, of their new, what's, what's called their Escalade IQ. My issue with electric cars, and I love electric cars. I think they are fast. They, they are super, super fast. The problem with electric cars is not the cars. It's the infrastructure here in America of our battery charging system. And my problem is if I just want to hop in the car and go visit one of my sons who's in Austin, go see my parents who are in Dallas, I've got to think. 
and I've got to plan it out like the old AAA triptych days. And I know that's older <laughs> than, than you folks over there. Where's the next charging station? Yeah. The problem is, all right, so here's a public. Okay, so I'm going to stop in Madisonville, halfway between here and Dallas. All right, there's four empty ports of a charging station. Well, half the time, half those They're ports are broken. Yeah. Two of them are already taken up by another Tesla. So I've got to tick, 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 tick. I got to wait till they finish. Finally, they finish. Then I got to plug my car in. Now I got to jack around for another 30, 45 minutes for an take, hour. How long does it take to actually plug in? It uh, for about 80% charge, depending on what, how fast the battery charger is. It could take about 30 to 45 minutes. Sometimes it makes an hour. Okay. That's a lot of time. That is where I just like going like this. And so it, the, 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 the answer that I tell people, if you commute maybe from your home, you go to your office, it's no more than 20, 30, 40 miles. You get a battery uh, charger installed in your garage at home. Maybe your office has one too. Phenomenal. You got a commuting car. I think it's great as a second vehicle too, because right. sometimes you do want to take those. We're in Texas. We have to drive a long way to get anywhere. Have that as your second car because we're still in the gas powered era right now. So that's sure. kind of my answer. Well, yeah. actually, now in Texas, you know, you've got Bucky's strategically placed. Yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> it's, it's like fill up and bathroom stop. You know, they've, they've got them timed just right. So, and most of them have uh, Tesla stations it, it, now. So, so, but yeah. I'm thinking 30, 45 minutes is uh, plugging into a Tesla station is perfect for Bucky's. They get it, you to come in there and, and, and I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you a new, I'm going to give you a new business model. With one. So near me, I live out on the Southwest side near yeah. Sugarland, Fort Bend area. There's a Walmart right on highway 59 and it's got a level three charger, which is super, super fast. Okay. Those chargers. Fact is, that's the only one out there. So when I'm testing, I had a uh, Ford, uh, the Ford lightning EV oh, yeah. truck, which is really cool. And I needed to charge it. So I go there, sure enough, there's four people using it. So now I'm sitting there waiting and I'm waiting and I'm waiting. So finally they move, I plug it in. All right, so I had 45 minutes. What did idiot do? I go into Walmart, I spend 50 bucks that yep. I didn't plan to spend 50 right, bucks at right. Walmart. So companies, you're gonna see HEB's Walmarts, it's, right. it's, or Bucky's perfectly, if we already spend a minimum of 50 bucks at Bucky's when we go in. Let's get you to kill time while we charge outside. Well, I was going to say, what's the incentive for these uh, mm -hmm. uh, these companies setting those up? They yeah, get, they get some kind of a stipend from this from the state or the government. No, the no, not for them. Not for them. The, the incentive is 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 is, 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 is more revenue yeah. on the backside. Yeah, yeah. 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 I Here, say you should here's a right public, public service Bucky. announcement. By <laughs> the way, if you go inside Bucky's, do not just plug in, you know, or put gas in your car and walk inside and no. just hang out for 45 minutes Move your car. when everybody's trying, you stay with your car. You've got 150 they people like, trying I'm to get stuck. gas. I'm stuck inside here. <laughs> well, you went inside for 45 minutes and everybody's honking and everything. By the way, it just, it just really pissed yeah. me off. Yeah. Yeah. We both just experienced yeah. that. Oh my God, it was so <laughs> frustrating. Yeah. Do not leave and your And when car. you finish, yes. Move Mr. your car to yes. a parking Big spot yes. instead of holding the space by a gas station. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Mr. Mr. Bucky down there in yeah. Lake Jackson should thank us no, right no, now. Yeah. Appreciate that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Put a little sign up or something. You know? <laughs> what, yeah. are, what other tips can we give? <laughs> I know, right? This is what I do on my radio show. So I just sit there cool. BS. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're always interviewing other people or talking on the radio. It's kind of cool to be on the other side of the thing. Now I'm so nervous. I know. He's terrified of me. Yeah, yeah. It's Garth, and I'm on the Lone Star Beer hot seat. Go. But you went into radio, right? So you went from the television kind of thing. You got your radio show, which is awesome. I listen to it all the time. Appreciate right? it. Talking about really neat things. You know, I'm sure the Samsung uh, experience that you just went with those guys. But is that how, has that been 20 years as well? Um, it's been 20. So I started. Uh, so if you really want to go back to my first job ever, you mentioned you kind of threw out QVC. My first job yeah. ever out of college, I was on QVC, the Home Shopping Network. And this is late 80s. I am yeah. just out of college. And they were on a national search for new show host and they're based in uh, right outside of philadelphia they're based in westchester pennsylvania and so this is when you had to uh put an ad in the sunday newspaper of jobs and classifieds i'm right. so 
older than you guys, 95. So I'm living, I graduate and I move home. That's what you're supposed to do to save money. And my mom, she uh, sees an ad for QVC. Here's a TV show. So she cuts out of the Dallas Morning News and she tapes it on my bedroom door and she says, go apply. Right. And I'm like, QVC, only old people watch this thing. What is this home shopping network? So anyway, um, it's, it was a national opportunity. So anyway, for about a week, I did nothing, nothing but watch QVC. And this is where I study. And this is yeah. a great interviewing prospect. You know your company, know your client, right. know, know who you're dealing with. And I am looking, I mean, I find out everything about QVC. So anyway, I go downtown. And sure enough, there was a thousand people standing at the downtown Dallas Hilton in the heat waiting to interview. And I finally get up there and here's a guy with a video camera and he goes, okay, you have five minutes, like video go. Camera back then. <laughs> sell your watch. That yeah. was, that was the interview. Was the interview. And yeah. I had a Timex Ironman on. It wasn't sexy. It wasn't anything like that. So in a way I just started doing the Garth BS man. And I just started saying little phrases that I picked up over the, over the past week watching QVC. I was, I was name dropping producers who were behind the scenes. And all of a sudden this cameraman was like, who the hell is this guy? <laughs> this is unbelievable. Yeah, exactly. Right, right. So, I mean, I knew everything. And yeah. sure enough, they called me back. I flew up there twice and they hired me, the youngest person ever to be on QVC. I think wow. I was like 22. Wow. But you talk about an ultimate sales job. So yeah. I'm on national television and I have 10 minutes to sell an inanimate object and I have no script. But I've got to describe why this is going to change your life. Why is this salt and pepper shaker going to enhance your life? And that's where I... I came up with my outlook. I mean, I'm a, I'm a very upbeat person, breaking news. No. Because uh, the, the best comment said, I make Annie look like a pessimist. <laughs> so, but I have to, that's why we should be friendly. I look at every product, everything, and like, this is going to change your life because and I learned that from QVC and I still do it right now. I have so many partners and clients and, you know, people, hey, you know, where'd you get your boots? And the fact is, I'm not just selling how cool these boots are. I'm selling yeah. a piece of Texas history because yeah, Chris and right. what you do, the customer service and you know and i know the history of how you make the boots because i've come here i know you and so it's like i'm kind of on i'm not on your payroll but i'm telling your story mm -hmm. type of thing i really do believe in everything i talk about does. so yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. showed up at the rodeo at our, at our, at our that's right the rodeo cookout boots yeah. oh yeah and he was bringing he, who'd you bring in you brought, you so brought Randy some, mcavoy from channel two my buddy over there. yeah just buddies yeah, yeah. yeah it was incredible yeah i know but i really do believe in good yeah. stories and, and good people which is like hanging out with you guys yeah one thing is the product, right? But it's also kind of that experience and that history of, of why we're doing this, right? And we were just talking about that back over there with some of our customers just now, like, this is awesome. We're gonna do more and more of this because there's a lot of passion put into this this place and into that actual product we make. Well. No, it is. And, and, and somebody also said, you know, if, if you're a Spider-Man fan, what is it with uh, great power comes responsibility? And I didn't really realize that when I started because when I started, it's like, hey, Michael, you wanna do this endorsement? I'm like, oh yeah, you wanna go to Rick's topless bar? You know? But I'm like thinking, wait a minute, I better really, Is that really be careful what I want to sure. do. Yeah. Exactly. And I have turned down more endorsement opportunities because I have to believe in it. Because sure. people, Michael, do you really use a Samsung phone? Do you really wear Republic boots? I mean, do you really know the guy who can get me a deal with Republic boots? Yes. And generally, I will pick up the phone and I will call them. I want to make sure that I am responsible in everything that I do believe in, that you know they're not going to get a crappy product or they're not going to be jacked around. That's right. I think that's why radio seems to work so, so well. People just identify with what you're saying. Is that? Do you see that as a difference well, between that and, and television? Well, and, and with this that? guy, you can hear his passion. Yeah, you, you don't have to see him. You, you believe him because the way he betrays it's and, good to and see describes. You. Well, thank you, Great to see you. <laughs> no, absolutely. No, but, but still, yeah. I, but, yeah, yeah, I hear yes, the passion yes. in your voice. But, but Steve, to your point, and here's why radio is different than TV. I have a hell of a lot more time to talk than TV. Sure. I talk. I know. 
because I still do some TV, but my TV segments are three minutes. I yeah. talk about Randy McAvoy, one of my best friends like that. He's got two minutes and 40 seconds to deliver the sports and that's it. Yeah. I have two solid live hours that I can go on and on that I'm taking live callers with. And I've done this for 20 years. I mean, people know my kids' names, you know, my favorite candy bar where I went to school they and everything. They feel like they know you They personally. know me and they can trust yeah, me. Right. Not that you don't right. trust anybody else on TV, but it, I, we just have more time to sure. tell those stories and they, and they get to know us better. And if the audience, feels like they know you. And now social media help, helps doing that too. But if they feel like you, they know you, they become part of your family, they will trust you. Love it. Mm -hmm. What's your future? I mean, you're doing so many different know. things, right? <laughs> I mean, it's kind of a loaded question. Like what's what's going on? Cause you got all these different awesome things, right? From the technology to you talk about cars, you're talking about fashion and different things. I see you everywhere, you know, rodeo and everything else. What's next for the high-tech Texan? I, I hate telling you, but I'm opening a, a suits and boots store. Oh. <laughs> You're going to be a competitor. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's quick on his feet. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, 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 radio, exactly. Right. Yeah, it's, 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 it's got the high-tech high yeah. yeah, we're going to do laser scannings here. We're not over. No laugh. You, you can scan. You can scan the outline of their foot. Exactly. They were gonna have a 3D printer. Quit talking. Yeah. Giving you ideas. Right. Right. I know. Actually, I'm just gonna just come in as a partner. Then I'll, I'll take it. You I heard. Know? I heard there was a rumor that you actually had a like a slip on 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 live uh, TV or radio. We have slips when you're on live yeah, yeah, radio. Yeah. You have a you have, you definitely have a lot of slip ups. And uh, Denise, well, on radio we actually have a nine second delay. So. We, and we have a button. It's called the dump button. Dump button yeah. Yeah. And so if we say something, I've only had to use that once. And it wasn't because of me on radio. We had a caller calling in. And this is the early days of cell phones. I'm going to go back about almost 20 years. And I'm talking, I'm talking. And, and he's like, Garf, can you hear me? Garf, can you hear me? And I'm like, I can hear you. And he goes, ah, shit. And he just, <laughs> it, was, it was him. So I had to dump that button. But the one, uh, there's one when I was on QVC. And I was really yeah. young. We were, you know, we were selling you know, each, each hour had a theme. It was the kitchen theme or it was the diamond ink, the second hardest substance known to man. That's right. You too can get a wonderful diamond, you know, necklace uh, for your wife. But I was selling um, kitchen stuff. I think it was black and deck. I don't know it was the kitchen stuff. But anyway, it was a, a knife set. Yes, so we had, you know, paring knife and a carving knife. And then they had scissors. You know, if you've seen those scissors, they're going but they're actually not scissors. They're called shears. They're called chicken shears. You can right. cut chicken like that. And then when you're on live TV and when you're hyped up like me, you start talking fast. The word chicken shears comes out a little <laughs> comes out a little differently, Shame. and that was your national. That was my national. Oh, by the way, type thing. My and my parents still have that on VHS back from the late eighties when I did that. Yeah. So you never know what's gonna happen. That's but awesome. it's all in fun. We're gonna jump really quickly into boots. Like, what's your favorite style of boot? What's your favorite kind of hide? You have one. I actually oh, got some here. So we kind of do a boot of the week, right? So. Those are nice. My first, I, I remember going back. I had dingo boots when I was a kid. My parents bought me dingo. I, mean, I, I had boots for a long time. Yeah, yeah. yeah, growing up in, in Texas, you got to have boots. I liked when I finally got in, when I was at college, you know, we had to look the part with the jeans and the fraternity at, sure. uh, at, at UT and obviously any college you go in Texas. I kind of like the, uh, what is it, the X toe, the very pointy roach killer side. So I have a beautiful pair of lizard roach killers. Yeah. But then obviously uh, I want to I so wear them like too. Right. right. Yeah. yeah. And then <laughs> those are pretty, you know, my, yeah. my, yeah. those are about as pointy as mine, you know, those things. Uh, I like now a little bit more rounded toe and because I can wear those now with tuxedos because I have nice shiny right. black pair because yeah. uh, you can wear these with almost nobody anything. Nobody should have dress shoes, by the way. They you should <laughs> always <laughs> have in Texas. boots. Yeah. So ropers became the thing too. The first time yeah. I ever had my first roper was in college and, you know, I got them for, I was like 40 bucks a pair and they were, they were the stuff that, and I, 
I kept those maybe for 20 years. I mean, those things will last forever. I got them resold once, but now I've got several pellet brokers, a nice, beautiful black one that I do wear with tuxedos and, but they can go with anything. Yeah. It kind of depends on the situation. Yeah. It it, it really does. And the funny thing is, you know, boots, obviously you have to wear them in before they get comfortable, but my boots are now so worn in. They're so comfortable. And I'm a runner. So I've done 10 marathons and anything. I always threaten to run. You're not running in the boots, are you? No, but don't laugh. You need to. I, you want a promotion? I was going to say, I need to run in boots because they can. They're so comfortable. Yeah. You can run in a, in, a, in a pair of boots, God, but you got to you got to break them in. See, I'm, I'm coming up with your marketing. Here, yeah. The Light Tech Texan runs the Houston Marathon <laughs> in Republic. Exactly. Boots. Brought to you by. Brought to you by. Exactly. A lot of ideas here. That's really cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah so we kind of showed the uh, the boot of the week. This is a really cool boot. I love the tooling on this boot. Right. We've got a lot of remarks online on this one. This is uh, Freiburg Hall. So this just opened uh, by Schulenberg. Mm-hmm. These guys revamped this from 1912 dance hall. A lot of our Guys that are uh, musicians actually play on the stage are playing out there. A great, great group of guys. We're going to be working more with them. Uh, distressed top. We got the uh, the shark bottoms. So people are like, oh my god, shark! I didn't know you could do shark. Yeah, it's actually a very durable hide. It's kind of safari finish. So got to throw some boots into the in Texas. Well, you have to. Texan, and, you know? and you know what? When I first when I first came here, and this yeah. is what I do. My job is to okay. So I'm looking at phone. I want to know how these phones work and what's the yeah. neat thing. Same thing with cars. Everything. So I, listen, I've had boots forever. I never knew the process of how boots are made. And I'm gonna blow some sunshine up your butts right now. I came over here and my goodness, the history and yeah. the craftsmanship, and you took me back there and you, yeah. you'll take anybody back there. You're not shy. The process of these things is yeah. meticulous of how you do it. And then it's, it's not anything you could do overnight. Yeah. It is a long process, but, and then I saw how you do the coloring and the stitching. It, it is, Absolutely, I think art. We, it's we, art. We probably take that for granted. We're doing this no, every single and you day. Can't. Yeah. We, mm-hmm. it, yeah. we usually can, but, mm-hmm. but, but we get we, we get humbled a little bit when yeah. customers come in, mm-hmm. and they've never been back there, and then they're just in awe of, of like, what, what the details. Every little aspect, and then we get reminded. We get reminded daily. I think so I think people do, yeah. people are so used to mass produced things in the world yeah. and how quickly things. So when they actually go back there and see a guy hand sewing a piece of their boot. It blows people away because then they're right. like, oh, now I get it. I understand the craftsmanship. I understand why it takes so long to have this this boot made because of the man hours that go into it and just the meticulous details. And then it's it. the story because yep. they're going to say, where did you get that? Right. Well, they're not going to say, I just walked into somewhere off the shelf. Yeah. I'm going to tell you about Republic Boot. Oh, my God. I came out there. I started drinking and they designed something <laughs> for me. Then I saw it. But every customer has that story. That is the best marketing out I there. Agree. That is the key. And that's why you're successful. successful. And congratulations to all you guys. Thank yeah. you, brother. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. Well, I'll tell you what. I mean, how can we find more out about you? I mean, I've got some stuff in the notes down below and inside of this uh, podcast We're here. But, uh, <laughs> HighTechTexan.com. H-I-G-H-T-E-C-H-T-E-X-A-N. And obviously, I'm all over social with threads, which is a whole other subject we yeah. can do. Other than we don't tweet. We zeet right now because now it's called X. And we got yeah. social. So, no, it's a high-tech Texan, the whole thing. And so, show is Saturdays, uh, 11 a.m to 1 p.m. on KPRC 950 and now it's all over the world on iHeartRadio and this is what I talk about it's just kind of like coming to you know you know my den or my studio is drink a little and you know I take live phone calls and just try to BS or by the way I got a degree it's BS does not stand for bachelor of science boys. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks again brother guys great having hey, congrats on your success too great Thank being you. here yeah all right see you guys later on